I should probably bring my run shade up. That would be good, Bruce. I figured out how to stop the video recording on my uh, laptop, too. <laughs> so that's a good one. Well, George still doesn't know if it's May or April or June yet. So because uh, he was confused about the date on the run. I thought this was what it said last time, too. No, it didn't. That's definitely okay. been that's definitely been changed. Last week, I changed it inside the document, but not outside of it. So he got all confused then, too. <laughs> it, it, it's not hard to do, so be nice. Okay. No. All right, here we go. And three, two. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce and the Yang. Hello, future people. You are good listening to Getting Tabled with your host, the Bruce. Hey, that would be me. And the Captain Socks. Hey, folks. Captain Socks doesn't know we were doing this. And so when we signed off tonight, we're like, oh, hey, yeah, check nope. out what we so. <laughs> and because he can say both of us at the same time, he knew how to strike the moment he got up. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, two middle aged, balding white guys. I'm a lot <laughs> younger than you are. <laughs> Hey, you're, you're getting there. I'm a lot off what you are. Can't, you're not that off, are you? I'm only 37, dude. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have a full head of hair, too. I do, too. It just it goes back really far. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, but you set yourself up for that. No, I, I totally did. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's Sunday. It is. Well, no, it's uh, not. It's Monday. Well, Monday for it's you. Sunday for us, too. It's not my fault you live in the past. <clears throat> we live in the past, so you can give us the lottery numbers, which you never do. No, I know, because every time I try to, they censor it. Stupid. Um, yeah. Uh, this, this is our second time doing this, Bruce and I. Um, Captain Sox is along for the ride this time, and yeah. Uh, I don't think we've got anything to talk about beforehand, so let's just don't jump into the the news newly received or noteworthy information especially about recent or important events your your lip sync on, on my main <laughs> monitor was just slightly off <laughs> it was like bad dubbing yeah. uh uh in the news um tt combat has a new website so they've relaunched their actual website um and it, it makes the old one look horrible the new one's brilliant yeah, I've been playing around uh, to, with it. To, it nice. Yeah, hopefully when a company relaunches a website, it looks better than the old one because then what's the point? Well, yeah. Um, I will say this. I love the new logo for uh, Drop Fleet Commander, though. Agreed. I think that looks pretty I, I think that looks pretty snaz. Uh, to be fair, those logos were revealed a little while ago, but it doesn't surprise me that you haven't seen them because I don't think they were public. I think I saw those because I was behind the scenes. I could be wrong. And by behind the scenes, I mean the TT agent thing. Right, right, right. You you know, you get special privileged information now. Well, I wouldn't go that far. You get somewhat privileged information. I'm just a privileged kind of person. I don't think hey, so. Hey, hey. That's that's triggering right there. <laughs> <laughs> Would be nice to see the drop zone commander uh logo be like more industrialized or something like that since this, the premise behind the game is all city street fighting i mean i know what they're trying to get at there but it'd be fun to see a little bit more like the drop fleet commander one logo i kind of like yeah. the rumble slam one too i i'm a big fan of the carnival one or carnival or, or however you want to pronounce it i, I Ca like it carnival there he goes british. getting all british and english proper english on us i'm pretty sure it's meant to be spanish or italian <laughs> uh Where i think is... italian oh who knows uh i'm completely oh. forgetting the name 
of the city? The city that's sinking underwater. Venice. 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 Where's Venice? Italy? Italy. Then it's Italian. There we go. I know things. You Very didn't little. know the name of the city that was sinking? I forget the name of Venice all the time. But the moment that you, you know, the moment that you say the city that's sinking under the water, everybody knows what it is. So I don't have to remember. You, you know another city sinking under the water? Chicago. Well, New not Orleans. so much under the water. Yeah, New Orleans. Well, no, New Orleans is just underwater. It's uh, you know, it, there's dams and levees that you know. To be fair, actually, hold it back. Chicago has already been lifted above the water once. The entire yeah. city was lifted in the twenties, which is kind yeah. of insane, given like it was long before any of us were even a twinkle in our grandparents' eyes. No, oh no, that's right. You're three hundred and four. I keep on forgetting that. <laughs> well, no, no, my, my, so, so, no. So, so my grandfather moved to Wyoming in eighteen eighty eight. It became a state in eighteen eighty nine. So, yeah, fair enough. My, my family's been in Wyoming longer than Wyoming's been a state. So, how can Wyoming have been a state since eighteen eighty nine when it still doesn't exist? Uh, because Ooh. they counted the cows, women, and everyone who got on and off the train as it went through. Do, do you exist on the map that we were looking at yet? I don't yes. think he still does. Yes, because there was a giant hole in the U.S. where Wyoming was supposed to be last time <laughs> I looked at it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, next. <laughs> Victory at sea. <laughs> yeah, I'll move this one up a bit because I thought it might be fun to bring out the Warlord stuff a bit early. So Victory at Sea are relaunching a game that was originally released Warlord. by Mongoose Publishing. Warlord Games is, not Victory at Sea. Victory at Sea is the name of the game. Oh, sorry. So, uh, nope, it's okay. Um, so I actually I actually played this game when it was uh, under Mongoose Publishing's game. Um, Mongoose released this. Oh, I can't remember. Let me hang on one second. I'll grab the books. So it's a, for Wiley's grabbing those, this is a World War Two sea battle game so the australians and the us etc versus japan essentially so it's the war in the pacific um a part of history that europe forgets about a lot because they weren't really involved not having a go at europe it's just they weren't there well um, they, they had a bunch of other stuff going on too in all fairness yeah they were kind of busy um and the reason why world war ii didn't finish when hitler gave up because he wasn't the only one fighting um, so the big the important part of history this yeah, so the rule set that I played was the third edition from 2008. And uh, for those of you that know, Axis and Allies, uh, the miniatures brought out land miniatures, but then they also brought out naval miniatures. Well, the naval miniatures were about the same scale that Warlord Games is printing out for their game. Uh, so I've ordered it, uh, the starter set. Hopefully it'll, well, it will be here when I come back from my mm -hmm. uh, adventures in the desert again. For those of you that don't know, yes, I'm leaving again. Um, so I'm looking forward to this when it comes back uh, out. I enjoyed it. So, uh, like Bruce said, uh, eventually we'll probably see more fleets released in the future. Um, the starter set. Question in regards to that. Yep. The original version of this game was there an Australian fleet, or did they just get lob lobbed in with the US? They got. They actually had uh, ships. I want to say built into the British uh, faction empire. Um, if I remember correctly. Uh, depending on how they do this, I may actually buy my first historic game, but it wouldn't happen unless that gets fleshed out because I wouldn't have an interest so, otherwise. So, so, so here, here's my one little complaint that I, I kind of do have. Yeah. The, the, the actual minis themselves. Um, I don't like the fact that the base is like so integrated with the ship. That I do agree with, but if you look at the ships a little bit closer on the models, they actually have the names of the ships printed on the side. So when you're playing with different classes, different same ships of the same class, but different names, 
you're going to be able to point those out a lot, little bit easier. And that's the why they have the that, basic group. The benefit of doing it the way that they've done it as well is, quite frankly, doing water for a lot of people is a giant pain, let alone doing active water like that. Um, Meh. So, 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 so have yeah. it be a two-part thing. Have the ship and it glues into... So you can do the, do everything separately. It doesn't have to be a one-piece thing. Yeah. But but uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a cool-looking game. Uh, I, I think one advantage it does have is it looks like you just pop it out of the box and play pretty pretty much there'll be a few things to, to glue on uh the the bridge of the ships some of the main get cannons um for the heavier battleships and cruisers and stuff like that but everything else is pretty much out of the box playable me curious on this one um historical wargaming is not my thing I, I never try to pretend that it is there's been a couple of things that I've been tempted by occasionally. Um, like I was tempted by bolt action at one point, but the fact that I can't really make it my own is always kind of, because that's what I find more fun about it is, you know, making my actual own thing. Um, but no, color me curious on this. My grandfather was involved on the army side of things over there, so that would be my connection to it. But otherwise, moving on to the next one, which I've just realized I have backwards. There it is. On my screen, not on the run sheet. Okay, for anyone that's familiar with the Dream, Earth, which is a game that has been around for a little while. We haven't really discussed it up until now. The creator of that is launching a new game slash expansion to the original game. It's called the Uliah Chronicles. If I'm pronouncing it wrong, I apologize, but I'm, I think that's how he said it. Um, which, at first glance, reminds me a lot of Primeval Clash that we discussed two podcasts ago, I think, George? Which which one, the Clash? Primeval Clash. The, um, the uh, old-timey people running yeah, dinosaurs. Two two or three episodes ago yeah yeah um this one is designed so that it can either be played single player or in a co-op campaign and basically you are on this lost island type thing filled with dinosaurs and you have to try and survive is the basic premise um so model-wise, it, it has some similarities, but it's not the same thing. Very pretty. You can either buy it with cardboard standees, which makes it super cheap, like £39 cheap, uh, or you can buy it with a basic set of minis or a full-on set of minis. Like They've thought this out quite well. Kind of meets in with the tabletop wargaming. Um, it can be played as a board game. It's kind of riding that balance between the two a little bit. As, as I'm paying a more attention to this i am finding myself more and more drawn to the games like that i mean yeah the god tear um a super fantasy brawl which any any month now there there uh, we should be seeing like within the month bruce yeah we, we should be seeing like at any time um we are we are I'm, discussing the super fantasy brawl just for those that are not aware which is another game by mythic games that we both so, pledge but yes so like i said side, sidetracking on it i i'm liking these board games more and more because it gives you that feel of it's a tabletop miniature game, but it's not, you know, where are we looking here? Uh, a full on, like everything pledge, uh, 900. Oh wait. Oh, that's a, that's a, you're looking at the retail pledge. I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, the 210 pledge, that's everything for the game. Everything right now. What does 210 get you in the more conventional minis game? Uh, in the case of 40 K, you might get one hero and a slap across the, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you get a uh, starter yeah. set uh, and probably a big vehicle to go with it. Maybe depends on which uh, army you're uh, playing. Uh, you can get a get, getting started army, get like an actual like single hero, and then like another you know basic troop squad. 
That's 200 bucks right there. That's a fifth or sixth of our army, depending. TT Combat, the, the drop games, a lot more friendly as far as the price goes. So I, I'm becoming oh, yeah. more and more that, interested. You'll, you'll get a full army out of out of either yeah. of the drop games. So, so I'm, I'm becoming more and more interested with these with these games because also too, it's it's a board game. It's it's easier to convince the the non super nerd yeah. to sit down and play a game of it because you've got all the stuff right there. Here's the rule book. Let's play this game. Not oh well, you have to go buy this and then you have to do this. Yeah. So this is kind of cool. I like the look of it. Um, I I, I will not um be jumping into this one probably because given that you uh, already we'll did talk that. About, a week ago now yeah something like that and we've already discussed uh, this and and i think you were surprised we're not talking about it now but i think you were surprised by the way i reacted yes you're expecting yeah, me to be no, a lot more negative than i was I, I was expecting a little more negativity but the way you also put it you know it helps change you know like maybe how people could view us then yeah so <laughs> um, um take your guesses now as to what we're talking about and then we'll let you know if we're right later Moving on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, this one looks really cool. Um, yeah. Okay. So, hardcore miniatures. I'm going back into... This is not an 80s vibe. It's more of a 90s vibe. But it's nostalgia on the tabletop. Go to the store. Go to Sci-Fi. Let me know when you two are caught up. Uh, I clicked on the link, so... Okay. So, this is a company that sells miniatures of Doom Guy, the guy from Quake. They have Duke Nukem. They have Serious Sam. They have whatever the guy's name is from Half-Life that I can't think of right now. They have Space Dwarves. Uh, they do have a fantasy range as well, but I haven't looked at the fantasy range because I was lost with Duke Nukem. Um, I'm sorry, but... For a kill team or something alone, you could build something awesome with this. Could you imagine having, like, you buy Doom Guy and you throw him in with your Space Marines or something as your hero? Uh, oh, or no. Duke Nukem or, or whoever is your favorite. So, so I would take like the first row and the the Half Life guy, and I would just I would try to do a kill team just with those guys. Like this is my kill team, and like that's Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah I know, but that, he's on my kill team. You don't like it? We, we won't play because my list is too cool now. <laughs> um, I, I'm thoroughly in love with this, especially the Duke Nukem. Yeah, it, that's just. There's also um, a Jason Voorhees figure under the modern stuff as well. Um, and a couple of people that I would say are inspired by Rambo. Though I'm not entirely convinced on their Rambo. It looks a little bit too cartoony for me. Yeah. But card hardcore miniatures. Look, every episode I'm trying to find something that's a little bit less known, a little bit more indie. Um, this is definitely on. It's not as indie as last fortnight, but... Uh, I'm trying to include something like that every time I put one of these together. So we'll share the link with this. Uh, I don't remember who shared this with me originally. I know it was somebody that I was talking to on the On Tabletop website, uh, but I don't remember who you were, so I apologize for not shouting you out. And next we move into a board game that looks really, really weird, but in a good way. Well, at least I think it's in a good way. It's a board game called uh, Dodo's Riding Dinosaurs. This is so oddly cartoony that it's just, I don't know, it... it it's so weird. Miniatures look comical almost. Yeah, it's very, very much. It's not even trying to be serious. It's like the dinos look like they're being strangled as they're being ridden. Yeah, this 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 looks My amazing. Dodos. Yeah, and that, I'm going to call it a phoenix, but Cooks and Babby. I don't know what the creature's supposed to be, but that actually does look a bit vicious. Um, no, the, buy in the, this, this. is. You can actually buy an STL. For, ooh, that's tempting. I didn't notice that. You can buy a 3D printing version. Ooh. 
Oh, I may actually go into this now. I wouldn't mind printing off a couple of those and painting them. Um, right. The regular version of the game, which is $49, which is just the board game itself. Uh, there's then a $59 one, which is that plus the Cooks and Babby that I mentioned a second ago. Uh, and then there's everything after that is retail. Uh, ooh. Oh, there's they have a previous game that you can purchase with this as well. And yeah, look, well, this is it's, it looks really, really silly. When you get a chance to look at this yourself, guys, you'll see why. I keep on saying that, but it's silly in a good way. Yeah, I know it, 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 lo- it looks pretty amazing. Um, again, this is a th- this looks like just a fun fun game. Like it, it's not taking itself seriously in in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a board game on Kickstarter, so hey, great big breaking news. Right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, speaking speaking of news though, we've had a new. Well, it appears to be a new Necron tease. We already know of one hero that's being brought back for Necron, but last night before I went. To bed g dub dropped a bomb of a regal returning which appears to be referring to the original king of the necrons appears to be i can't say for certain that it's not a bluff but that appears to be the direction that they're that they're going is it possible we're actually going to get the first decent necron release in what eight years how long has it been since so, we had a real Necron release? And when I say real, I mean something that actually... Because it's just been the book so many times now. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I, I haven't been up on the Necrons. All I, all I see is, is like, if I got into that, I could have an army paint in no time because it's just base coat, highlight, dry brush. I've come... Done. Like, <laughs> the Necrons have almost made me buy back into 40k several times. And I've mentioned this a couple of times too. But the fact that I think I would get bored halfway through painting them is what keeps on pulling me back. I mean, that would be an army that i would do a hundred percent with an airbrush because there'd be no point not doing that other than the watch well, it, i suppose the, i mean it, it'd be one of those things where you airbrush it you put it in the the army painter shade spin it off then hit it with a dry brush and you're done pretty much like um casey told me no on the dodo's writing dinosaurs game oh, boo, casey. <laughs> Uh, um, what a monster! So, so I'll say this: with you know the release of Magnus, with the release of uh, God, I always forget his name, the Nurgle guy, the Prime Mortarian. Yeah, Mortarian. You know, Rowboat. Uh, you know, the new Gaz. You know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they bring back the King for the Necrons because they're they're bringing back in the actual like lore leaders See, that you know. He's always been someone that was alive, as far as I understand. I'm not perfect with my necron lore either but i have looked into the earlier stuff he was never killed alive well yes um because it's been hinted that one day he would come back and unite all of the factions and then everybody is dead now obviously that's not going to happen yeah but from a 40k perspective having him come back and begin the threat of bringing everybody together that makes a bit of sense i mean him returning is supposed to be awakening the rest of the hives that are all asleep and we're not even supposed to have woken like even anywhere near half of them at this point that this yeah. could be big storyline wise necrons could actually be a storyline threat hopefully it comes into the game as well it'd be nice if they were competitive all, all, all i know is, is i hate that giant forge world walker that the necrons have and so i just the hate centipede one no it's the big walker it's like got like six legs or something like that it's like a a, a night titan kind of don't know if i've ever seen what you're referring to um i'm going to have a look captain socks you should go look too if, if their page is up and running because the last time we looked oh hey it is up and running sarah yeah oh the hit it's like yeah it's odd the the sarah tech 
heavy construct. It's like a round body with spider legs coming off it. Yes, that thing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like the tombstalker. Yeah. The tombstalker's fun. Yeah. So, so I, I I don't like that thing because it's it's big. Um, and it's a pain to take out. Um, yeah, I don't so, like it because it looks boring. Quite frankly, um, the the picture does not do them any justice. Uh, there, I, there's a local player here. She has one. Um, it's big and impressive. It's I'd say it takes up like you you, you like the standard knight mm. base. It takes up the space of three of those. Oh wow, okay. So yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like the size of the giant um tyranid thing. Then. Yeah, sure. I can't think what it's called, but there's like a tyranid thing that's yeah. like literally huge. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, th- th- it's it's not a small mini. It, it it's big. It's 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 worth the points. It's worth the price. Um, it it, it um warhound. It's about the size of a warhound. I think. Okay. Impressive. Playing with Forge World stuff has never really been huge on my priority list, um, with the exception of when I was wanting to build a um, a full crude army, um, but then they cancelled all of the minis mm. that I was going to buy. Um, I have managed to find some at decent prices either locally or through eBay, but yeah, there just there isn't enough there to flesh out. Uh, but that's really the only faction that's ever grabbed my eye when it comes to the Forge World stuff, um, yeah. just because a lot of the time Price, you're bringing shipping. stuff like that and it makes you feel like a bit of a dick unless you enjoy being a dick D- thanks for that tag there bruce what calling you a dick no for the podcast now no i'm confused <laughs> uh moving on because <laughs> it makes you feel like uh, a, bit of a dick okay okay um, no no that uh, words dirty not clean Ah, uh, okay fair enough okay couple of quick ones following up from last episode um mini masterworks we had mentioned that their studio x had gone to kickstarter uh we had some differing opinions on it uh i was definitely more in favor of it than you was Um, oh yeah it seemed to have been very much a love or hate it thing on the kickstarter as well uh it got to about 50 percent funded before they canceled it they're gonna revisit how they're doing it and they will be back to Kickstarter. Um, and unfortunately, similar things for Bot Wars. Bot Wars got, at at its height, it got to about 66 67% funded. And they kind of just stalemated from there. Um, he did try to do some unlocks early and stuff to try and motivate people to get it across the line. Uh, but he's cancelled that for the moment as well. Um, yeah, sad to see for both of them. It's not actually the greatest time for Kickstarters right now. Um, and I'm not just saying that because of these things, but both Kickstarter and Indiegogo are down across the board with people being able to pledge because there's a whole heap of people without work. Um, well, yeah. and a lot of the manufacturing is yes. not certain right now. Yeah, I mean that's why we're, that's why we're still waiting for Super Fantasy Brawl because we were supposed to have that back in January, uh, December, no, March, I think. March. No, it was. It was yeah, no, we were March. supposed to. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were supposed to get the Terrain Tutor Guide in February and then Super Fantasy Brawl in March. Yeah, Super Super fancy they're just you know stuff's getting done now because the factories are shut down because people are sick so i I think that's a lot Go ahead, Sox. Yeah, the company Heroes game that I backed that I talked to you uh, two episodes ago or so. Yeah, we we're supposed to get it this time frame ourselves, and they're just now getting the the molds all going for the factories yeah. as well. So I I have to agree. It's everyone, every Kickstarter out there that was near production line time frame had to wait for the factories to get back open. Yeah. Um. And as much as it's a completely different industry, the other thing that's worth mentioning is Todd Todd McFarlane, as in Spawn fame, Todd McFarlane. 
just raised $3.3 something million on Kickstarter. And as much as it's not a direct competitor, it's still going to have taken money that would have gone into these things anyway, because you don't raise that sort of money without it coming from other places. Well, so in defense of that too, though, it was a new spawn action figure. And if you hit, if it hit it like a certain stretch or something like that, you got a, a, a remake of the original. No, no, no. It was, it was too. a remake of the original action figure. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I backed it. <laughs> Uh, well no i thought i saw one that was like a new one and then the original one basically he's doing three different versions of it the classic spawn the modern spawn and i can't remember the wording that he's using but um yes i know this is not tabletop miniatures we got distracted uh he's calling it like an art it's spawn so what? an art render okay uh which is like it was like a grayscale kind of supposed to look like how they draw it to begin with um oh, okay. and as they unlock stuff they gave you a lot of free stuff towards the miniature like they redesigned the boots for the modern spawn because the modern spawn looks different than the classic one uh you now have like metal chains necroplasm there's a whole heap of new weapons different heads there's just been a whole heap of stuff he kind of did his kickstarter backwards whereas normally let's say george was doing a kickstarter he would announce all of these things that would unlock if they got to certain numbers and then just like we're there we're there we're there todd mcfarlane went backwards and every time he got to a, a big thing he turned around and said okay because you've done this i'm now going to give you this this and this for free he did it backwards to everybody else and i actually kind of liked the way that he was doing it um production well, value of most I, of the videos was down because it was all kind of done at his home uh, and i'm not saying that yeah. as a criticism that's just the way things are right now yeah so on the other hand though todd mcfarlane can get away with that because he's todd mcfarlane yeah so um i know that there are people out there that are not fans of todd mcfarlane but i'm sorry you're allowed to be well no i can't say that not everybody has to like everybody yeah um something else for the news um thunderboy michelle he he's he's done a little thing uh yeah you can check out you can check it out on our youtube uh we're, we're hosting his stuff for now until he really gets going because licensing stuff um he is renting studio space and he is going to be making terrain yep uh terrain and I, 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 so yeah and I, and I think a lot of it had to do with uh the response he got from the uh terrain piece he made for his poldercon demo for uh drop zone yeah and people are like i want that and so I, let's be honest you know if it's good and michelle's good oh yeah he is people definitely. people will want it people will will pay the money for it so um i'm i'm working with him on that too to you know he's sending me the video and i'm making the video look nice and you know i i, I wish him the best in this because i think it's awesome for you know a good content creator to get out there and actually create the content so hey he deserves it to go well he really does even if him even if his wife and his wife's friend did all of the work not really. I'm, right. just, I'm just being a smart <laughs> have you, have you? Did you watch the video, Socks? I have not yet. I need to. Yeah. So it was pretty funny because uh, him, him and uh, his wife and her friend, um, they set up all the furniture because he had to go return the trailer because he had to get it and back in a going, very strict time. Yeah. And so it's, it was hilarious because I'm going through all this. And I'm like, where is it? Because I didn't know this yet. He sent me the little, you know, like, make sure you put this information in. I'm like, okay. But yeah, I'm just saying like, where is he at? Why are they setting all this up? This is his studio. He should be there doing it. <laughs> That's funny. And they built like ninety percent of everything while he was good gone. Job. Good job, Thunderboy. Good job. <laughs> That's called delegation, guys. That's how you take control That's of a right. project. You make sure it's done by delegating tasks. 
<laughs> so in defense of that too though he also he also said his wife does thoroughly enjoy putting that stuff together so yeah i've told him to that they're that. yeah I, i've told him that you know he and his wife are they're, they're more than welcome to come over to my house when i get my kitchen cabinets and she can put them together for me yeah you'll have to make a dinner <laughs> so, as a response though of course that's what i do I, I i cook and eat bruce and um so yeah uh go go check that out you can find him on facebook at thunder terrain also his logo is great too i think agreed agreed um but yeah we're, we're gonna kind of you know we're I'm, I'm definitely working directly with him on that um but we're gonna you know work with him obviously because well he does stuff for us of course we're gonna do stuff for him he it's does yeah do. he, he deserves this to go well um on the little thing that we were teasing earlier are we doing that as news or are we doing that as hobby i assume hobby um because game talk okay i don't know i, I think game talk I, I i i i think it's worthy of a, a game talk segment of kind of what i was talking about before so um are we ready for 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 the hobby let's go for hobby dream blue prime paint hobby time um so yes so when you're watching when you're when you're watching this video um you know you'll you'll just have to take my word for it when you're when you're listening to it when you're watching this video as you can see there's a new shelf right here that my microphone is now blocking um it's holding stuff so and then wait a bit over here Yes, over here to my right is is I've turned the couch some, so now that's different. And so I'll, I'll do a little panoramic uh, shot for uh for for everyone for the uh the Patreon, so you can ch you check it out there. Um, but but I've revamped my hobby slash this space some, so um try to make it a little more accessible, a little more open, more, a little more friendly. Um have not actually done anything have i um i don't know have you oh i start i started attaching sticks to my ships so that i can start painting them for the the competition way to go One that would closer. be a smart decision so so that is uh my my um contribution to hobby time let's let's go to colonel coldfoot because he hasn't been here for a while thanks Bruce. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, Anytime. Come on, tell us about all of the things that you have not got done. Uh, nothing. Bus. Under it. Thump, thump. <laughs> no, no, you, you want to probably touch more a little bit on, because you kind of hinted at it earlier, but a little more on why you haven't had it, been around and why you've... So, yeah. I was that, that is probably your hobby at this point. Yeah, right now. Uh, so, yeah, I should have been gone a month and a half ago uh, for my second trip to the desert, uh, but due to COVID-19 and everything, than all the travel bans that military has been restricted on. I haven't been gone. I haven't left yet, um, but I got new notice a few weeks ago saying, hey, pack your bags, get ready. You can go at any time. And so life has been kind of in turmoil for me. So I pretty much put up all my hobby and just focused on spending time with the family and kids while uh, I, I can before I'm Because out you don't know how long work. you'll have. Yeah, I could be gone in three weeks. Who knows? Yeah, you could be gone tomorrow. You could be gone in three I, hours. I could. You're right. It's very unlikely, Bag but you could. Well, yeah. Very unlikely. Bags are packed pretty much. Uh, and I have all my gear that I need for where I'm going. So who knows? But I'll be back uh, 
four months or so when I, by the time I leave. So October, November timeframe, I should be back. So at some point, this will eventually return to the Bruce and the Yank. Uh, but yes, it will, be, it, will be, <laughs> it will be Yanks again. Exactly. And I'm looking but, forward to the return. Because we'll kick George off and, and it can be Jason and Jason. <laughs> hey, I like that idea. Okay. <laughs> I love how... I love how nonchalant you were about that. It's like, yeah, sure, try that. I dare you. <laughs> um, Bruce, you, you have something there. I do. Um, it's not built or anything yet. For those that watched the terrible unboxing that I did of the Bot War stuff, I have been playing around with the Bot War minis. Um, not the ones from the Kickstarter, which did not fund. Um, these are the current starter set, which are in resin. Um, the resin on these is like really, really nice and really, really detailed. I don't know how clear it is on the camera, but I was really, really impressed. The, the one thing I would have to say, um, when I opened the box, there was a really strong smell coming from it. And I mean like a petrol type smell. Um, I don't know if that was the type of cleaner that was being used to clean them or something else. Apparently, when these all got shipped across, uh, the first thing that um, Anthony did was literally watch everything. Um, but there was a very strong petrol smell coming from them. So I was a little bit... It's on now because I have literally watched everything. But like, release agents and stuff is not unusual, but I've never smelt petrol from... Yeah, that's interesting. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that it was petrol, but that was the smell. Um, so, yeah, it, but like... Quality of the minis wise, these are absolutely gorgeous. Um, Duke, which is the one I'm holding in my hand for the guys right now, is definitely not Optimus Prime. Um, that's why he's called yeah. Duke and not Optimus Prime because he's not Optimus Prime. Uh, but yeah, now you were saying that uh, on that on that unboxing that you, you could literally just press fit some of the stuff together and was staying pretty much. I mean, it is loose now that I've done it a couple of times, so I will have to go. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah. I'm like I'm beyond impressed with this stuff. There's I'm definitely going to be buying more of it. Um, for those, well, I was almost going to mention this a minute ago, but I kind of got distracted by the conversation. So the bot wall Kickstarter did not fund. The website at the moment is at a limited capacity because Anthony's actually injured his back at one point before he finished working. Uh, he has a bulging disc. I could be wrong on that. So he will not be spin casting any stuff for most of this month and then things will return to normal. Because um, it's just, you can't really do stuff when you've stuffed your back. Um, yeah. But there's there's a number of things that I'm going to be grabbing from there. Um, he is in the process of organizing new ways of getting this to be done. There is a crowdfunding thing he's going to do through the website of a pre-order of some new models. Um, certainly not to the level that he was originally going to do it. There's a Deceiver set that he's going to try and get done uh, of six new sculpts off the top of my head. Uh, there's some new Beast Laws, with Beast Lords rather, which is your Dinobots. Um, I mean, not Dinobots, definitely not Dinobots. Um, that is coming in one of the months as well. And there's a whole heap of, uh, what's the name of the Geo? J faction um democracy um he's releasing like army boxes basically uh huh. like i'm not familiar stuff. with that huh i mean it's it's a shame his kickstarter didn't go because i mean obviously the you know he already is making and selling the stuff so i mean there's already the market for it and he was yeah. just trying to you know get a little more capita to you know expand it out which is what anyone does who's you know making something yeah you, you especially being the size that he was too i mean yeah. to be fair as as i suggested earlier with the market kind of being as tight as it is right now it didn't really shock i did see the writing on the wall probably four or five days before it happened 
uh, because I could see that it just kind of stayed there and it wasn't moving. Then there'd been two or three people that slowly dropped, not to huge amounts. But like I said, at the height of the campaign, that was like 66, 67%. And it was around 63% by the time he cancelled it. Um, and it, it hadn't really moved anywhere for the better part of a week. Um, yeah. it kind of, and, and this is not unusual for Kickstarter. You'll get to that point in the middle where it just kind of stays there and doesn't nothing much happens. Um, but it, it is what it is. He'll continue to go. Um, I don't, I don't know if he intends on returning to Kickstarter or not. I have no idea at this point. Uh, I haven't had a conversation with him myself. There was like what I do know has come from public posts that he's made. You can find them. Um, yeah, and to the point where even the information about him throwing his back out was actually part of the Kickstarter too, because it was on one of the updates. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh well, it's he couldn't exactly sit there and pretend it hadn't happened. He needed to say something. Yeah. I trust me. I know where he's coming from. I I use the I sleep on my pillow wrong and and whatnot, and my back's in agony the next day. So. That's what happens when you're an old man that's balding. Oh, shush. You're the one that said it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, game talk. Pretty much. Yeah. Game talk. We have... Talk nerdy to me. Sorry for the lack of hobby, guys, but it's kind of been one of those fortnights. Hey, building those models I did like a week ago. <laughs> Almost to the day. Uh, 3D printing, Bruce. Uh, Do you want to touch on yours first? Let's touch on yours first, because I keep on talking first. Sure. Okay. Uh, we'll t- we'll touch on mine. I talk um, too much. So yeah. Well. So sometimes, sometimes I felt like I feel like I talk too much, and all the time I feel like you know Captain Socks doesn't talk enough. Yeah, I know. Cap- Captain Socks talks. <laughs> I do. What? I know, right? There it is. Okay. So, so uh, we kind of touched on something that you have put money into that you are expecting me to be negative about. Why would I? be negative about you throwing money on something george when it's your own money well so i i, I backed a seaman project yeah one that you were very critical of but it already admitted that you really liked the look of them and was tempted by yeah no it, totally um yeah i Which i, I backed on onk. Oh, okay. uh, onk yeah so the, the ank one and onk Onk. Onk. That too. Yeah. Um, it's And it's a it's a game where a bunch of Egyptian gods, because let's be honest, they were quite prolific with their gods like the Greeks and Romans were, uh, and culture moving to a monotheolism? Mono, what's that word where it's, you know, the one god view? Monotheolistic? I can't talk. Um, yeah. And so one god is tr- trying to take control over the worship of the culture he's in. So... Uh, I, I really, really like the look of it, the you know, and so yeah, I backed it, and then, then I started looking, and uh, there, there's probably one other game of theirs I'm gonna get, and I'm, uh, yeah, which game? So I didn't know about this one. Uh, uh Cthulhu, uh, Dead Things Die, or Ken the Dead is Die, that or the something. Cthulhu Wars one, or was that somebody else? No, Cthulhu Wars was a completely different company. Okay. Um, a lot more of this for that. No, um, Cthulhu, Death May Die. So a similar sort of thing, though, just Cth- just Cthulhu on board game. Yeah, so the interesting thing about this one that I really like is it's a cooperative game. It's it's the players against the game. Which is something that you've said you need more of. I, I, I like that so much more because, yeah. you know, you're, you're hanging out with your friends. You want to have fun with your friends. What's better than having fun with your friends than beating up on a board game? <laughs> yeah. Look, 
and this is not me trying to take the other tact. We've been very critical, and I say we because George is part of these conversations too. He doesn't entirely disagree with me on this, um, unless he's changed his mind now, <laughs> but he agreed with me last time. No. Um, but we've been very, very critical on on Simon because a of the rumors of the financial situation and then they're straight back onto Kickstarter the following week or two weeks or however long it was it was a very short period uh and it was under a month yeah and the the question of look why is a company that is that big never doing anything outside of Kickstarter uh but every single time I've had this conversation I've made a point of arguing the other way because I understand that it's not always as simple as it looks like from my point of view. Um, the reason I don't have an issue with George, I mean, I, I said to George, hey, it's your money. Um, right. My issue was never, I, I love the look of those minis. I would love to own those minis. However, I'm not willing, well, I'd already spent my money for that budget at that point anyway, but I, because at that point I was, if I had have known Bot Wars was going, I still probably wouldn't have backed it because uh, I'm not, I'm just not willing to risk on Simon at this point um, because and again I could be wrong but I haven't seen a response to the auditing questions George felt like it was worth it Simon have never not um, actually come up with the goods they've always delivered um, not always on time but it's Kickstarter if you're expecting it to be on time then you're on the wrong website um, but they have been early on a lot of things as well so yeah of course I don't have a problem with it it's not my bloody business how George spends his money yeah yeah um i think it's may 2021 uh ship Something shipping like is expected that so uh they were looking for 300 and they got like 3.3 million yeah so um <clears throat> see let me let me pull it up here real quick uh yeah 3.2 uh million out of 300,000 is what they were looking for so and and maybe that's why they were back on so quickly as they're telling the auditors look we've got this let us do because I, I went back and i was I, I went back and looked at their history this is by far one of their biggest backings they've had yeah and all of their stuff always gets big money but mm. yeah actually while you're discussing that, I'm going to have a look at something. Let's see here. Um, there is a way to look at it. Um, Are you looking at how much money they raised? Oh no, the, no, I already looked at that. No, um, their uh, their history. Uh, click on the company name. Yeah, I, w I wasn't seeing the 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 company name though. While you're looking at that, and while I'm looking at that, I'm going to bitch about something just for a second. Kickstarter. Will your okay. website stop logging me out when I click to save me? It's getting really annoying. Oh, helps if I type the right password. So like Wrath of Kings, they were looking for fifty thousand. They got seven hundred thousand. That was I don't know when. Oh, there we go. Wrath of Kings was a while ago. Yeah. Um, forty three created, fifty nine backed. That doesn't make sense. Uh, because they back other people's projects as well. Oh, uh, okay. It's the idea of giving back into the community that helped help you. Gotcha. Um, so Marvel, they were looking for 150, got 2.8. Uh, Ankh, they were looking for 300, got 3.3. Uh, this Cthulhu one that I'm looking into, um, that was last year. There it is. Uh, they were looking for 200 and got 2.4. So, I mean, the... Just going back, look at their numbers. I mean, th this has been like their biggest one to date. And and maybe that's why it was so quick is because they're like, look, you know, and, you know, we can do this. We can fix this. And I mean, unless there's something horribly wrong, I'm I'm, I'm not concerned at this point now because 
Yeah. Well, I, I, there's, there's a reason I've stated this every time we've, we've criticized. They have never not delivered a project. It's it's never happened. Mm-hmm. That That's never been my problem. Um, but like, I feel like I'm, I'm beating on a dead horse. But when an auditor comes yeah. at you with questions quite serious, you really you really should be answering them to the people that you're asking to give you money from. Well, and, and maybe they maybe they can't answer them right now at this point too because it could be it, it could be yeah they could be stuff that they're not allowed to discuss. Yeah. So um, yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Um, I I'm probably I only did the base pledge right now. So when the the pledge manager comes out, I may uh, add on a couple of things. Oh, what did you just turn on? I Is just turned on big enough. I just turned on screen sharing. Um, hang on a second here. Let me see if I can modify this there. Um, okay, everyone, pause. Don't do anything. Okay, I'll have to stitch those two pieces together. Um, so I, I made it bigger so that it's on the record screen and I, I whatnot. So go ahead. Well, maybe not. Looks like he crashed. Oh, <laughs> Bruce had some issues. <laughs> Bruce shared his screen and things went sideways um i don't know let's let's ask uh as much as i don't want to say this uh captain socks i'm kind of I've, i'm almost shifting gears more to a board game kind of guy now don't get me wrong i still enjoy the sitting down painting that's i mean l- look behind me i mean yeah you can see my i mean got but, but there's workbench yeah it's I'm, I'm i'm fairly fairly happy that i actually have that <laughs> you know <laughs> and now there's all these wonderful board games that are you know i wish i had workbench yeah, so, yeah, I mean, you ha- you had a closet and then you lost that. <sighs> yeah, anyways. No, it, it's good to see you branching out into the board game aspect because I love board games. I mean, I've, I've got two bookshelves in downstairs that are all full of board games that I'm like, okay, friends come over. Here, here's a board game that we can play on the table. And I've got my own like access and allies type board games, which take days to play. And my wife won't even touch. So yeah, oh, Bruce's stuff finally went away there on the feed and he's gone completely. I wonder if Bruce will be back. Uh, we'll see. But there's there. He is. Oh, JP's on. Oh, he's, oh, JP's on. JP, welcome. How's it going, JP? Uh, no, uh, tabletop gaming content, watching it. Have you been doing anything like that? Watching video streams of, of games? Because I know uh, a couple of my friends are still uh, putting out gaming content online. Or uh, um, Corgi's doing doing some streams of his Legion games lately. Well, so so it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I don't know if you can see it right there. Oh, there's Bruce. Yep. See that little black dealy right there that I'm trying to point at there, Socks? Yep, I do. So that is my webcam that it does my uh, top-down view. Welcome back, Bruce. And I was looking for another one last week, and they are sold out everywhere, and the people that do have them are charging twice the normal asking price. Well, of course. Because I could have told you that. Everybody's yeah, everybody's well, taking this time to try and go and become professional Twitch streamers. Yeah. Well... So things are opening back up. So hopefully I can get one for a reasonable price because to my right here, I've moved my couch. I can set up a table and maybe do some streaming, unboxing, stuff like that. There's, you know, with all this other stuff. Bruce, JP's here. Say hi, JP. Hi, JP. Are you going to try the screen share again, Bruce? Um, I think I'll just talk. <laughs> um, I don't think that's what, because I have issues with this computer already anyway, but I'd, I'd rather just, yeah, I don't need to show it to you. Okay. Are Because are you, it's still showing as you're trying to. Really? Shouldn't. I'm not seeing. Um, that on, on the on the recording screen it is you know there's five you... windows because jp's there no it still says it's still got your uh, jason the bruce uh screen share and then it's got a live life a live side here just close that window I... i'm trying to well you're you have a faulty computer george i know it's not let nice. me try this 
Did that fix it? No, it's still got all your windows there. Okay, then I don't. It's not my problem there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Just talk about it. Okay. So, Unk raised. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Three. Hold it right. Uh, hold that thought real quick. I'm holding the thought. Okay, Ankh raised. $3,327,196. The spawn figure raised $3,447,390. So Tog McFarlane edged it out just. But the only reason I was raising this, not as a comparison for how one's better than the other, between those Mm -hmm. two, that's almost $7 million. Not quite. Right. 6.7 6.7 and a half or something. Um, or 6.7 almost exactly, actually. Um, there's a reason why a lot of other things aren't getting money. It's, yeah. kind of, it's just, it, it is the way that it is. And on top of that, a lot of people are not working right now as well. So, and that's not just the US, that's almost everywhere. Yeah. So, so just a real quick question for JP, since he, uh, he mentioned that. Have you checked out uh, Thunderboy's video? Um, yeah, so uh, let's jump into your, your 3D printing here, Bruce. What, what have you been learning and the, the problems you've been running into? Um, okay, yeah. So when I bought my 3D printer, I said that I was going to wait until I gave my... This certainly isn't a final thoughts or anything. It's But it, I've used it enough now where I feel like I can give an idea to people that haven't done this, how difficult it is and what to watch out for and stuff. So... As a reminder, I purchased the Anycubic Photon, which is the first of the photons. There's now three different versions of that printer. There's the one that I have. There's the S that's almost identical. It's just got a slightly more powerful screen in it. And there's the Photon Zero, which is a smaller version that's details are not quite as good, but it's a hell of a lot cheaper too. Um, obviously, you have resin printing, and then you have FDM printing, which is the I'm drawing, yeah, I'm drawing lines, and I'm drawing lines, and I'm drawing lines. Hey, it's now finished. As opposed the, to the resin, plastic filament. Yeah, the resin comes down solids solids etc um that's not gonna make any sense on audio but it'll make sense when you're watching me on the screen um learning with a filament printer is definitely going to be a lot easier for a newcomer than going straight to resin but in saying that resin is not super difficult and so long as you pick one of the printers that's very well known so don't go and buy a printer that's not proven or has a name brand that you don't recognize. Go for something like Anycubic, Creality, or Elegoo. There is a couple of other ones that I'm probably forgetting. But go for one of the recognized name brands because that way you're guaranteed to find a community on Facebook that supports the thing and will be able to help you when you come across a problem that you can't answer. Uh, the most common one with person printing is usually I can't figure out why my supports aren't working um, because that's probably the biggest learning curve and the software is not as easy to use uh, as you would expect it to be. There is like automatic supports that's supposed to support things automatically, but it doesn't work as well as you would expect it to on the base software. But in saying that, there's a couple of things that I learned. First and foremost, my first piece of advice is ditch the, the slide software that comes from the website go and get the process slicer software and use that everything about that software is better and i mean everything about that software is better you do need more than one piece of software though the photon community if that's the way that you go have a file validator that will check your final file for your supports and tell you if you have any past parts that are not supported properly that would cause your print to fail there's a really good there's 
there's a couple of really good support videos on YouTube that you can go to. Do a search for resin supports. It, it shouldn't be hard to find. Um, and there is a photon workshop that you need to buy, which converts your file to the type that the printer will recognize. But I, the things that I'm still having trouble with now after two and a half or three months, printing bases, I'm still not getting properly right. It's, 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 I seem to have issues with square blocky things that need to stay straight. They kind of warp on me. I don't know what's causing it. It's me. It's not the printer. There's something in my settings that I'm not doing right. Uh, but I have not had an issue with printing minis whatsoever. Not that wasn't caused by me anyway. Um, there was an issue once where I tried to print a whole heap of dogs and some idiot didn't support any of his files. And gee, I wonder why they didn't work. Um, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I still I still can't figure out how I made that error. I honestly don't know how I did it. Uh, I just tried to print something without putting any any supports on. Um, Good job. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you definitely want to start by printing the file that comes with the machine. Stupidly, my machine didn't come with a file um, because the thumb drive wasn't there. Now, in saying that, don't want to use the thumb drive that comes with them anyway because they're always crap. Throw the thumb drive. Well, get the file off the thumb drive and then throw it in the bin. Either go and buy a one yourself or you one you've already got the the thumb drive that comes with all of the machines on the market is trash and not worth using because it will cause you problems pretty much without exception um it's like every group that i've like the elegru group makes the same recommendation i assume the creality one does i haven't joined the creality one because i don't have a creality printer um i did join the elegu one at one point because i was still tossing up which printer i was going to buy the reason i went for the photon is because it's the cheapest uh and especially coming to australia it worked out significantly better for my back pocket uh i ended up being able to buy the anycubic photon and a liter of resin for about 20 dollars cheaper than it would have been to buy just the yellow goo by itself um so that, that's what i'm kind of setting as far as resin printing is concerned it, like it's not easy it's definitely a challenge uh it's not the most difficult thing in the world uh it's definitely something that i would recommend if you have an interest in it don't just go and buy one because oh well i have the money i'm as well but if you're not gonna if you don't have an interest in learning how to 3d print don't buy one there's no point uh but if at some point you're looking at developing your own game um or in my case i just printed a whole heap of miniatures off for a friend of mine hey i should have showed that during hobby time um for I, i've talked before about helping support a friend of mine develop his own game uh he needed some mechs for that game and had gotten them designed i printed them out for him um because hey, that's what a friend does but no, honestly 3d printing is definitely something i can recommend if you have an interest in it it's just not something i would jump into just because you need to have an interest in it otherwise there's no point um the messiness of of resin printing is something that needs to take into consideration as well the resin is not something you want to touch with your hands there is water washable resin that you can buy now but it's still toxic um so you shouldn't be using it without gloves under any circumstances whatsoever um i am at the point where i actually probably will end up buying a filament printer as well because the other thing is is that if you want to actually print out terrain it's the, the resin printer can do it but it's the size of my printer basically means that like it's that's the biggest footprint that i can build on which for a piece of terrain is not much um and I'm probably going to be well, investing in something to actually build myself some actual terrain as well. Well, I was going to say too, you know, uh, there's got to be a cost. I mean, the, the filaments, oh, yeah. I, I, the, the filaments got to be cheaper than the resin. A lot cheaper. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and realistically, 
So the other thing I want to do is build up like a dungeon tile set, which I can certainly do with a resin printer, but it's kind of a waste of resin at that point. Because yes, I can do it, but and I have to, I have printed a couple, but it's it makes more sense to print that sort of stuff on a filament printer long term. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily faster; it's just that it, because ultimately it's going to be cheaper. And the difference in quality on something like a dungeon tile isn't something that's really going to be appreciated that much anyway. Well, at least I don't think so. Um, yeah, it, it is what it is um but again look definitely recommend it um look at the size of the stuff that you're wanting to print because if you want to print something that's going to be like 300 mil by 300 something like that you're looking at one and a half two thousand dollars for the resin printer alone if you just want to print minis mm -hmm. go buy a photon go and buy elegant mars go and buy the epacs um the epax is probably the that's the one i didn't mention that's actually worth looking at it's probably the better one on the market right now uh but you're paying for it as well that's one that comes from the factory level you don't have to level it ever again as opposed to the other two main ones um but i'm, I'm really really happy i honestly it's not something i've been using every day um but i got good results pretty much straight up i've shared most of the early ones that i was doing um the other thing that i brought about a month and a half ago now was the wash and cure station uh which is not something you need if you're happy to buy some isopropyl alcohol and build your own curing station out of a box and some uv lights hell i'll give you some lights if you want some pay for the postage um because mine are sitting in the package never opened or if you're in an area that gets enough sun leave them outside it'll cure in the uv light naturally uh if you're in california uh maybe not chicago because it rains all the time um if you're in maybe not wyoming because it snows all the time uh if you're in somewhere <laughs> that gets true. sun if you're going to be the captain uh the captain can just leave his stuff out in the desert for like three seconds and it'll probably no, be done. a bit longer than that <laughs> Um, just let me just pour it out of the bottle, and before it even hits the sand, it'll be cured. It'll be fine. No, um, but there's definitely ways around it. I, my first three or four weeks, I cured almost all of my prints by sending them on the windowsill. Uh, it's probably there's probably better ways of doing it because I suspect that the glass would filter out some of the UV to some extent. I don't know the science behind that, but I had no issues. But the reason I bought the washing curing station is it looks a lot nicer <laughs> than a bucket with IPA that you're doing this all the time with, and it's just easier I, I i press the button three times it washes for six minutes spinning one way and then it spins the other way and then i take them off swap the things over put them on the plate and then it cures it, it it's so much easier you don't need it it's just easier um i'm very very happy with that purchase but in saying that i understand why people look at it and go yeah but i don't understand why i'd pay it's like 180 us i think for something that they can build themselves for let's say 50 by the time you do both um that's probably a pretty generous estimate um it's certainly not i mean it's certainly cheaper to put it yourself but i don't care how good you are it's not going to look as good as the one that they send you um both really good products i i've had zero issues with my phone on um the only other thing i'd say is be aware that there are certain parts that are going to be replaced over time um they are usable parts not usable but they're parts that are going to degrade over time the screen in a resin printer that actually cures your stuff will last roughly around 200 ish hours there are some people that get a little more there are some people that get a little less um it's it's not something that's going to last forever so when it dies don't check the shits it's supposed to die it's it's like your um, cartridge in your printer at home, uh, except you're not being ripped off, unlike the printer industry. 
that charge you 5,000% for the ink that they sell you and then don't fill it up properly. Um, the other thing is the, fe- the the plastic screen at the bottom of your resin vat will have to be replaced every so often as well. Um, you can buy a pack of five of those for like 20 or 30 bucks. Uh, the screen costs 50 or 60-ish. So it's, it's not that bad, really. Excuse me. As I said, something I definitely recommend if you have an interest in it. But if you're not looking at 3D printing miniatures and going, oh, I'd really love to do that, then don't bother because you're not going to end. You get to just going to spend money on something you won't use. Um, I, oh, I suppose at the risk of stating the obvious, you need to have somewhere to put the damn thing. Yeah, that's my what? problem. I've, I've wanted to get one for to build some Star Wars terrain for my Legion games, but uh, I don't have a place to put it right now. Yeah. Um, my ultimate intention is when I eventually had to go out and do stuff, I still want to build my computer desk that I was going to build three months ago, four months ago, five months ago, but I'm not allowed to go anywhere, so I can't. Um, and that will ultimately end up living on that or being stored underneath it when it's not being used. Um, at this point, I have it, I have it packed up behind the front door and I pull it out and use it on the kitchen table when I need to do it. And then I pack it away when I'm not using it. It just makes it easier. But yeah, but that's, that's ultimately what I think about that. Um... I think that's it for the most part, guys. I think so, yeah. Um, I did have another thing on there as like a maybe, but I think we'll skip that and maybe bring it up again another time. Yeah, um, we're, we're starting to run a little long here. Um, upcoming events. Uh, um, Same thing as before. In theory, Gen Con. In theory, PAX Australia. Uh, Gen Con's end of July, so 30th of July till the 2nd of August. PAX Australia is October 9th till 11th. Um, there's next to no chance that Captain Sox is actually going to be at Gen Con. Nope. He still has a ticket. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you can't transfer it, so. I can't you transfer just... it, so I, had to get... I tried. Damn. <laughs> um, and otherwise, yeah, PAX Australia is in theory happening. Uh, tickets are not on sale yet, but I will be there in theory. Yeah. Um, well, then... Uh... Follow us on Patreon. We are doing lots of stuff there now. Uh, how much content did I produce last weekend, Bruce? Like, <laughs> uh, you produced quite a lot of content, most of which got liked by certain people. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, uh, we we are doing stuff there. Check it out. Uh, support us, and we'll we'll support the community more. It's, it's how it works. Yeah. Look, share us yeah. around. If you enjoy our content, try to get the message out there. Patreon is there. Look. It's two bucks a month. If you can support us helping cover the costs, we'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, There's a lot of content that's going out on there. The main part of this will always be available to the public, um, with the exception of the things that are specifically for the Patreon. Everything else goes out to the public as well. It's just the Patreon gets to see it first. If you'd like to see stuff early, hear stuff early, get in there and give us a hand. It's two bucks a month. Um, And that's patreon.com slash getting tabled. Uh, of course, facebook.com slash game table. That's where you see us all the time. That's where we post all the stuff to, yep. you know, links and whatnot. Uh, uh, the website is getting table.weebly.com. And the Twitter that we need to use more often is at getting tabled. And we got to talk about this now because we're doing stuff there and I have to pull it up because I was not prepared to pull it up. Um, too many ums. YouTube.com slash getting tabled. Is that what you're trying to think of? Is that? No, that's not. Um, I don't know what the URL is for that. I guess it would be YouTube.com slash getting tabled. Yeah, it should be. I just don't know if that's what you're trying to remember or not. Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember because that's not what's coming up there. Let me let me try Googling it. Or, oh, no, nope. that did not work. That's not right. YouTube getting tabled and you will find us. We are the first thing that comes up. Yes. We'll, we'll try to find the actual link for that. 
And let's see what else. Uh, Twitter at getting tabled. And of course, email us if you've got anything for us that you want us to talk about or want to make us aware of something is uh, getting tabled at gmail.com. Reach out, guys, especially if you have questions and stuff. Reach out. We will answer you on the next podcast. Captain Socks, if we don't get a chance to see, hear from you again, then good luck in the desert conquering the sand. Thanks. I'll uh, send pictures of my tent since Thunderboy doesn't think I'll actually be living in tents. And uh, George thinks I'll be living in five star style tents so uh <laughs> it's still a tent well the army don't actually do yeah. anything do they? they they just go out and have fun and camp for a little while isn't that how it works that's the army air force no we live we like our oh, five yeah. star, five yeah, star hotels. it's the other way around yeah that's right you're the you yeah know, five star hotels and although and we'll see what space taking force the like, credit for everybody else's work we'll, we'll see what space force likes to do when they uh start going out on uh actual missions and stuff like that Space Force likes to pretend they exist. That's about it. Yeah, but they do it. exist. <laughs> uh, don't let right. don't let the sand invade your clothing. Also, yeah, good I'll luck with not that do. not happening. George, right. till next time. And I'm the Bruce. And that's not working. Thank there it is. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at SoundImage.org. Play games at home.